The final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's Hospital Broadcast. McEvely brings down his chest. All could control for him then, though. <laughs> Good strength. Sheer determination and strength wins it back. He feeds it in behind Llewellyn, right hand side. He's got it. We've got 40 seconds left by the time he sweeps it in. Looking for Mark Williams. Gerard only partly clears it. McEvely edge of the area. Volley set. Oh, just wide. Desperately close to the winner. Clayton Ince rooted to the spot. And that must have been inches wide at the left post. He hit it beautifully. And Ince didn't move an inch. And it just skimmed the left post. Oh, dear me. Rexham would deserve that. And an indication of the desperation of the league leaders. They're going to make another substitution to waste time. With 10 minutes of added time on. Ishmael de Montagnac is going to come on. And on's going to come Craig Pease. But also may have only been beaten twice in the league this season. But they're awfully lucky not to be beaten three times, I tell you. Because Wrexham in the second half have thrown the kitchen sink at them. How this is the side that plays against Boston last Saturday and really were awful is utterly beyond me. Because Wrexham, well, if this is the best the League 2 have got to offer, Wrexham should be right up there with them. Big clearance by Clayton Ince. It's going over Danny Williams' head. Drops loose and Butler hits a long-range shot, which goes way wide and over. And frankly, from 35 yards, that is as much a, a time-wasting tactic as anything else. Because Richard Money's side has spent lengthy spells in the second half, clinging on on the ropes against a determined Wrexham performance. Ingham spots it up. We've nearly had four added minutes now. The ref indicated three. Ingham steps up, kicks right-footed, and there is the final whistle. The final score, Wrexham won, also won. And well might Wrexham's fans applaud appreciatively because Wrexham fought back tremendously in the second half and get a well-deserved point against the league leaders. In fact, they're unlucky it wasn't more, in all honesty. The first half was pretty scrappy. In fact, really, Walsall didn't show a great deal to illustrate why they're top of the table. Having said that, they did have opportunities and a decision by the referee as early as the fifth minute could have had huge repercussions when Sean Pendrick found himself wrestling on the edge of the area of Hector Sam. Hector Sam got beyond him into the D. It's Pendrick, the last defender, pulled him down. The referee gave the free kick, but only a yellow to Pendrick. It was desperately fortunate to Wrexham that they managed to keep Pendrick on the pitch. Frankly, if that challenge had happened later on in the match, I think Pendrick could have got a red. The free kick was taken by Taylor, and he clipped it over the wall and inches wide of the right post. He held his head in his hands. He couldn't believe how close he was to giving Walsall the lead. As the first half wore on, Wrexham had more possession, but struggled really to create anything. And Walsall were the ones who on the break had opportunities. Pede had a powerful shot from the edge of the area, well blocked by Roach. Maybe he really should have hit the targets, in all honesty. And then came a nightmarish spell for Wrexham, which led to Walsall's goal. It started off with Mike Ingham unnecessarily taking a touch six yards out and nearly getting tackled by Butler right under his own crossbar. He scuffed around for the throw. From that, the ball was played, and then Danny Williams made the necessary intervention facing his own goal, but poked it toward his own goal, and Ingham had to lunge to tuck it around the post as it looked to be creeping inside the left post. And then from that corner, this is a classic near-post manoeuvre. It was swept in by Mark Wright, flipped on the near-post, and there was Hector Sam, the ex-Rexham striker, from a couple of yards out with an open goal, nodding it simply into the net. In fact, Sam could have made it 2-0 before half-time with an absolutely identical manoeuvre. Again, it was flicked on from Wright's corner. And this time, he just got underneath it. If his starting position had been about a pace further back, he did not have it into an empty net, and it probably would have been game over. Having said that, Wrexham's one good chance of the match of the first half really should have seen him going in level. Chris Llewellyn missing an absolute sitter, a corner on the left-hand side from Ferguson. Wasn't the best one. 
but a poor header clear came out the back of the defenders and Llewellyn was on his own six yards out he turned and with the goal virtue his mercy sliced it horribly high and wide and he replicated his error at the start of the second half Wrexham came out determined in the second half and found another glorious opportunity a short corner Ferguson ripped it in and Llewellyn with a six yard, uh, free header six yards out put it a long way wide however Llewellyn Survived the call when Dennis Smith finally made a change and inevitably threw Lee McCavley on. Llewellyn put onto the right side and it was an inspired decision to keep Llewellyn on because he was involved in a neat build-up and Mark Williams brought it down the right-hand side, fed it in, Llewellyn back heeled it and McCavley smashed the shot with the outside of his right foot straight to Clayton Ince and then moments later, 67th minute, came the equaliser. A terrific move down the left, Mark Williams who in his second start of the season did ever so well, chases down the flank beat one man, nutmegged another, and when he looked to be overrunning it, pulled it back to Llewellyn on the edge of the six-yard box. Lee hit an absolute rocket into the top left corner, giving Clayton Ince absolutely no chance. And from then on, Wrexham were pressing for the win. A corner found Pedrick with a free head on the penalty spot, but a powerful contact was blocked. And in injury time, Lee McKevely came desperately close. The ball sitting up for him in the six-yard box. He hit a sweet volley. Clayton Ince didn't move a muscle and it just shaved the left-hand post. To be fair, Walsall, in the closing minutes, had their moments too, and they had an opportunity when Mark Wright popped up and marked at the far post and missed a good opportunity. But, Rich, it would have been a travesty if Walsall had scored then because Wrexham certainly deserved to get something out of this. I mean, as I said during commentary, Mark, I think, you know, on, on paper, the draw would have been the best result we could have hoped for today, especially after the, uh, well, the game, I suppose we can call it, last week at... Uh, of Boston, but you know, Rexons they really did deserve the three points in my eyes, and that's not being biased. I think they really did outperform all today, not for 90 minutes, but I think for the majority of the game, I think they, they definitely deserved more than the point they come away with. Now, don't want to take anything away from Rex, I think a point against Warsaw is very, very good, but we, we don't need points, we need, we, need, we need the three points. I mean, Chester and Shrewsbury both won today as well, which is. Uh, you know, it's it's not it's not helping it's not helping us out. The teams around us are winning as well, and we've drawn today, so it, it's not looking good that way. But on on the pitch, let's look at things more positively. Mark Williams today got sponsors one of the match, and he certainly got mine one of the match, and yours as well. I think Mark, I think he did absolutely fantastic. He, he, he did everything. He did everything. He, you know, he, his creativity was was spot on. He, he just, I, you know, I've, I've seen him play a couple of times today. He was it was totally totally fantastic. Again, you know. Llewellyn didn't look too good at the start. Scored a fantastic goal, and then uh, obviously he was out on the wing as well when McKevely was brought on, and then he, he kind of lost it again, and his distribution went downhill. And it always worries me when when he starts playing passes backwards because you never know where they're going to go. But on the whole thing, I think Wrexham. I don't, I don't think Wrexham, the Wrexham players and the management can be disappointed today at all. You know, Walsall have come. There were seven points clear when they came here today. We've really taken the game to them. We've really given them a game. And we've, I think we've made Walsall probably question what they're doing at the top of the league because, in my, you know, to me, and I'm sure to you as well, Mark, they just don't deserve to give them today's performance. You're absolutely right. And they maybe profited from Steve Evans' suspension because they scored that goal from a set piece and then had Sam nearly score a repeat. But uh, another factor as well in the second half was Darren Ferguson, who in the first half was fairly lacklustre, but in the second half he really played the captain's role driving Wrexham forward, didn't he? Absolutely, when Darren Ferguson's playing well, Wrexham play well. It's like I was saying last season when Mark Jones was alongside him and he was, and when Ferguson was missing, Mark Jones just didn't seem to perform. Then when Ferguson came back into the side, Mark Jones becomes great. He's just, he's a model professional Ferguson. I don't care what anybody says about his attitude or anything. I think he's he's a proper decent football player. He's a proper decent professional, and 
I'd, I'd much rather have him in my side than playing against him, put, him, put it that way. Yeah, absolutely, and it's a good combination of experience and youth. Ferguson driving Wrexham forward, and Danny Williams should be mentioned as well in the centre midfield. And then Dennis Smith's bold selection, Mark Williams up front, and the two wingers, Donan and Johnson, second half performance. A much more encouraging day today for Wrexham. Smith. I thought that possibly with a performance in the second half, we perhaps should have just edged it. But uh, first off, I thought we'd shown them too much respect, although Chris Corallian has missed one hell of a chance. Uh, just before half time to to equalise. Um, second off, you know, I had a few words to say at half time. We upped the tempo, got in the faces, played at a, a lot quicker speed, and and got about them. And I think that you know, again, Chris has missed another very good chance, but the one he scored is is worth waiting for. Um, you know, we we know, you know the team I sent out was out there to win. You know, we 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 need to be winning. Uh, people say, well, they're top of the league and you're struggling, you shouldn't be looking at that. But I think that we're capable of taking on anybody in this league if I can get a squad out. And the, the ones who are playing today have got to prove that they're good enough to be at the club and you know, to, to be pushing for, for the first team. Uh, people like Mark Williams has not done himself any harm today. Um, he, I thought he had a super game last 10 minutes. He was treading water a bit, but uh, you know, I don't, you know, I'm pleased with him. Um, yeah, there, there was little bits of performances out of people that you think, yeah, not bad. I mean, the two centre backs, considering you know what they got to put up with, I thought handled it very well. And we'll we'll take it on from here. But it's uh, again, it's not it's not a win. And, you know, we I think we did enough in the second half just to shade it. After the defeat at Boston, though, you say it's not a win. I mean, it's a confidence booster, isn't it? The quality of the performance. Well, we played. Yeah, we've played well of late. Yeah, uh, you go down, you, you travelled halfway around the world, and you go to Boston and you get somebody sent off after 20 minutes. One of your most important players, and you know, that lost another one in the warm-up. It does tend to have an effect on you, and you tend to get results. Which are, you know, I looked at us at half-time, and we looked a little bit like that, a little bit down. So I had to have a go. Um, it's. It's depressing for the players as well as the fans when people, you know, your better players miss for one reason or another. I mean, if people were having votes this time of the year for player, best players in the division, Mark, uh, Mark Jones and Steve Evans would be possibly in the squads. And to lose both of those last week was, was very difficult for us. You, you mentioned uh, Mark Williams' performance. I mean, the build-up to the goal. It, it was a special effort from Chris Wellen, but the build-up in particular and Mark Williams' role in it was excellent. Yeah, I mean, the... the the kid's got ability. I mean, his goal scoring is not the best. He's not. He's a he's a join up player. Uh, he's, he's not a, a great goal scorer, but his work rate I thought was excellent. He gave them problems in the air as well, which surprised them, I think. And uh, yeah, I was I was delighted with his performance. The chances to win it, Patrick's header and McEvilly's volley right at the death. Yeah, and Chris Clarellian got the best of it. Yeah, so that Chris could have finished it with an trick and I'd have been extremely happy with it. I'm reasonably happy with him, but I'd have been happy if he'd have got the hat-trick. What's the injury situation, Dennis, you know, with uh, Neil and uh, no, Ewan? Uh, one, he's got an hamstring, and we'll have to wait and see. Um, Neil Roberts is off to Lillishall on Monday for a few days to see if they can can do anything with him. Um, and we'll look at, as you can see, Mac is nowhere near fit. So, you know, we, we've got a lot of work to do there on him. Mark Jones... I think he'll be having an up next week, but uh, 
I'm not especially disappointed to decide. Just you've been drawn away to Newport County in the Premier Cup, by the way. Um, so I gather, yeah. A long trip for you. Yeah, we, yeah, we enjoy those little things. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Dennis. Much obliged. scored a screamer, of course, and he was very pleased of that. What a goal that was! Yeah, you know, I was pleased with that one. Um, you know, I was disappointed to, to miss the two previous ones, but you know, delighted to see that one fly in. Um, Mark Williams did well alongside you and Tosacio for that, didn't he? he had a good yeah. Game. yeah, he's played really well today. Um, you know, we haven't played for a while in the first team, so. You know, for him to come in and do what he did, you know, it's credit to him. And a heck of a performance. I mean, after last Saturday, to bounce back like that was showed a lot of character, didn't it? Yeah, I, mean, I think we bounced back after the first half performance. Um, I didn't think we was at playing really well, and you know, the gaffer had a pop at us half time, and you know, we responded in, in the right way, and perhaps unlucky not to win it. It's weird to look at the table with us so low down because they're top of the table, and frankly, well, we look their equal, if not their better, certainly in the second half. Yeah, we've said, we've said that a number of times this season. You know, we seem to beat all the best teams and. You know, then we go to places like Boston and get battered. So, um, you know, there's something wrong, but we, you know, we keep working hard and you know, trying to put it right. Certainly, we can look upwards, can't we? I mean, we should finish a lot higher than where we are now. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt with that. You know, we will finish higher than this, but um, you know, we've got to keep believing and you know, putting performances like we did in that second half, and you know, we'll be all right. Afterwards, Mike Williams spoke about his performance and also about his longest ever run in the first team. Mike, that was a, a good comeback from last Saturday, wasn't it? Really? Um, yeah, we were a bit disappointed with uh, last Saturday's result. We thought with the results beforehand, we'd get on a run and you know start winning games. Um, but that's just not just the six last week, really. Um, and then we've come into the, this game with you know injuries and suspensions and that. So um, when we've gone one 0 down, I think the lads have we've done well to uh, you know get back uh, the draw, and in the end we could have won it. Absolutely, they're top of the table, but frankly, second half we were by far the better side, don't we? Oh, definitely. Yeah, first half we were a bit sloppy, and um, you know we, we came in and we said you know we can play better than that. Gone out second half and we've looked a better team. And for yourself as well, going back to centre back, enjoy playing in there. Yeah, um, I mean Paddy, you've done all right in there. Um, Whichever position, really. Uh, people ask me which, which I prefer. As long as I'm on the field, I don't mind where I'm playing. And it is nice. I mean, I remember the last couple of seasons, you've always been frustrated. You want to get that chance. You're getting that chance now, and you look to be really enjoying it. Too. Yeah. Um, last last year, I uh, was getting some appearances in a couple of games there. And um, just now, lately, really, I've just gone, I think it's 11 games. And that's just what I've wanted, really, for the last couple of years, to get regular football. I think every footballer does. They don't want to be on the bench watching their game. They want to be playing it. It must be a good boost to a young professional that a player like Ryan Valentine can come in. And obviously, he's a quality player. And yet, you've kept your place because you've impressed the manager so much, too. Yeah, I, f I think that um, shows that the gaffer will keep you if you are performing, even if he has got, like you said, Ryan Valentine. We all know he's... A great player, so to keep him on the bench, I was quite bewildered at first because uh, you know I weren't used to stuff like that. So um, no, he's coming to the squad and he, he, he's done well today. Um, so we're just going to have to look forward to next Saturday's game now. So another solid performance by Wrexham. It's hard to tell which Wrexham is going to turn up next, isn't it? We've been Rich Holmes and Mark Griffiths from the Wrexham Supports Association's Hospital Broadcast. The final whistle was brought to you by Wrexham Supports Association's Hospital Broadcast.